Hello everyone, welcome back to History Snippets. My name is Aaron, and I've been sick for a very long time, and I'm here with Sky today. I'm going to read him a story from history, and he has no idea who, what, or when I'm going to be reading about. Yes, hello everyone, it's good to be back. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a while. <laughs> it's been a hiatus for a couple of weeks. Um, disclosure about that, I decided to catch bronchitis, and turns out that bronchitis does throw a stick in the wheels when it comes to podcasting. Um... So those of you, like, I'll pull back the curtains a bit here. Turns out when you run a podcast, you do need a voice. I can confirm that. So, mm. which I haven't had for three weeks. And my voice uh, it is seems like a helpful raspy. thing to have. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm. Um, so you can't really charades yourself through a podcast episode. It doesn't really work. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be our Christmas special. Oh, God. Just us doing charades. Just, just hand sounds. Just slightly <laughs> slapping. Ugh. Okay. So um, I'm in the process of writing four episodes and they're all pretty long some of them are actually really really long like john dillinger length um so but what we have today is what i'm going to be referring to for future episodes as a history tidbit it is a <laughs> snippet but even tinier so i i came across this small thing and i was just like it's too good not to do an episode on but it's not huge mm. um but i still i still feel like that this event needs to needs to come to light Okay, So, tell me. Our story began, well, began begins in Italy of the 1300s. So right off the mm -hmm. bat, I'm going to massacre mm -hmm. every Italian name in this terribly, horribly. So to all of our Italian listeners, it's been fun. We had a good run. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry it had to end this way. <laughs> uh, just roll your R's. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so Italy, 1300s. Now... Mm. At this time, Italy was broken into a lot of smaller city-states. It wasn't like a unified country. Um, all of these city-states were kind of in a state of perpetual war with one another. reason of this is because some of the cities supported the concept that the emperor should be the ruler, and the other cities supported the concept that the pope should be the ruler. Hmm. This had been going on for about 200 years. Since the Holy Roman Emperor Frederick Barbarossa, who was also the king of Germany, invaded Italy in 1154, his invasion was done purely on the belief that he was the chosen disciple of God, not the Pope. The Pope was just a spokesperson for God, not actually the chosen disciple. And for the next 200 years, Italy was broken into the city-states who were just like, no, Pope, no, Emperor, no, Pope. And that's just, that was that. So, because that one guy did not think very highly of himself then, right? Yes. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, they for 200 years, the cities have been arguing over this since. And uh, two of these cities we're going to be talking about today. Now, first off, we have the city of Bologna. Um, Bologna was a rather large city. It had some 50,000 inhabitants. It had large walls and gatehouses. It had surrounding castles and aqueducts. And it was a big, bustling Italian medieval city. 31 miles away from Bologna was the tiny, outback, shitty farming town of Modena. Modena was considerably smaller, about 15,000 inhabitants, had no walls, and was basically a scattered collection of farms and fields. Um, Bologna, the large city, supported the Pope, and Modena supported the Emperor. Hmm. And they're 31 miles apart. That's not far. That's like, <laughs> that's like walking distance, so, yeah. Now, yeah. in 1296, sorry, 1396, isn't it? No, that's 1296. I got my dates right. 
the city of Bologna decided to start attacking Modena and its little farmlands. So Bologna just sends out troops randomly one day. They take over the small village of Bazzano, which had like 70 people in it, um, Mm -hmm. and another village named Savigno. And basically anyone in those areas who supported the emperor was either killed or just forced to flee from what was now Bologna territory. Mm. In 1309, a man named Rinaldo Passarina Bonacolsi was appointed by the emperor as the ruler of Mantua, Parma, Reggio, and Modena. Okay. He declared that it was time to fight back against Bologna and the atrocities that they'd been committing and demanded a surge of attacks back on Bologna. So he basically took control over like a large amount of city-states, and Modena is just one of them, but Modena is like easily the smallest of them. It's like, mm-hmm. if you're going to give a list of this guy's property, Modena's at the end with, like, an asterisk, and it's like, technically not a city. It's just got a couple <laughs> of families that happen to live nearby and share farm animals. Like, it's, Modena's mm. barely on this list. Yeah. So, now because that Bonacolsi had declared to, like, stop letting Bologna just walk in and take shit, Pope John Thirteenth declared Bonacolsi and everyone in his territories and all of his territories' property as an enemy of the church and stated that anyone who attacked Bonacolsi territories or people within would get what was known as an indulgence. An indulgence is basically a get out of hell free card and literally means that any crimes you commit against any person or property under Bonacolsi's rule is automatically forgiven. In other terms, the Pope publicly declared that you could steal rape, murder, and pillage anyone inside of Bonacolsi territory with no retribution. Holy shit. And naturally, Bologna went fucking crazy. (laughs) Modena is now Bonacolsi territory, whether they liked it or not, because he just Mm -hmm. came in and was like, I rule you guys on Mm -hmm. behalf of the emperor. And Modena is 31 miles away from the massive city-state of Bologna, who has now been given, well, permission by God himself to come in and just mess shit up. Oh, that's not going to end well, is it? (laughs) In July of 1325, the Bolognese army began raiding Modena farms. They killed everyone they could catch, burned all the fields, killed every animal, and destroyed every tiny village of Modena they could come across. They did it again the next month. And again. And again. Every time, just wrecking havoc and death through the Modena countryside. In September, one of Bonacolsi's armies, which was from the city of Mantua, walked up to the Bolognese fort of Monteveglio, which was roughly 12 miles to the west of Bologna, and took it over. So the city of Bologna was thrown into full alert, because now 12 miles away, one of their fortresses has just been taken over. Mm. So they open their gates, and they just send out every troop they have to rush down that castle that was just taken. Now, right outside the city gates of Bologna, there were four farmers from Modena. They were just in the area for some reason. Okay? Okay. They see the city gates open, and every troop in Bologna just haul ass out of there. So oh, they please just, let this go where I think it goes. So they just walk into the city. Yeah. They did some quick thinking, snuck in during the chaos, and then walked into the market square of Bologna. In the market square, there was a communal well, which the city pulled its water from, and attached to this well was a wooden oak bucket used to pull up the water. 
the men from Medina removed the bucket from the well and vanished into the night. <laughs> it was a harmless prank, at least compared to the atrocities that Bologna had been committing against Motina farms and people. The bucket was wood. It was old. It was described as leaking. It had no value. It was not economically valuable, not historically, not sentimental. It was just a wooden bucket. Okay. When the city of Bologna awoke the following morning and realized that their well didn't have a bucket, they were a bit confused and they started asking around. Then they heard word that the bucket was being displayed in the town square of Modena on its well as a spoil of war. <laughs> and that the Modena people were dancing around it and mocking the fact it's like the great theft of taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like it did mean that they had to walk into the city square. Like that's... Mm. You, we got to the heart of Bologna is kind of what it symbolizes. But, like, yeah. material-wise, they took nothing of value. It's a bucket. But it's yeah, a, it's still, literally a wooden it's a, bucket. It's a moral victory. Yeah. Now, the Bolognese people were very proud, even by medieval Italian standards. Okay? And they considered this more than a prank. This was a slight towards them. Okay? It was deeply humiliating. So the city of Bologna sent down an envoy, and they demanded that the tiny farmer town of Bodina... Give them back their bucket. <laughs> and Modena refused. Of course. For some reason. This I tiny mean, farming village where they've got okay. pitchforks and no walls refused to give the bucket back. Think about it. They're being pillaged, attacked constantly. <laughs> this is not what? where you place your flag over the bucket. <laughs> That's I, I get the urge to fight back, but not for the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's exactly for the bucket. Nothing else. Well, the city of Bologna... Decided to make the rational call. They decided to be the bigger man, and they decided to let the matter go. No. Um, the city of Bologna <laughs> instantly declared war on Modena, on top of already being in war with them because of the Pope uh, and yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, Into a big, uh, super war with them. Well, Mo uh, Bologna sent message that they were to fight. So two cities agreed to meet and fight at a nearby battlefield in what is now modern-day uh, Zappolino Commune. And on Friday, November 15th, 1325, and this is the actual name of the historical event, the War of the Oaken Bucket began. So you're telling me that historians have to write down yes. facts yes. about the War of the Oaken Bucket. Yes. That is someone's job to mm -hmm. do. I just want you to like look at your mindset now. They're going to fight over a bucket. Mm -hmm. How bad do you think this can go? Just a bucket. But this is also history snippets. I wouldn't be telling this story if it's just a bucket. If the stakes only be the bucket. <laughs> so, Bonacolsi decided that he was going to obviously help Medina because it's in his territory. He has to. Yeah. Mm. And he fucking hates Bologna because they're just assholes. So he gathers um, some men from Mantua and some from a town called Ferrera. And he also got some German troops that were sent by the emperor because the emperor is like a bucket. Um, so yeah. And then he also gathered like every man in Modena who wasn't crippled or beyond the age of 70. Mm. So Modena and the army arrives at the battlefield with 5,000 men and 2,000 cavalry. Okay. So 7,000 men in total is what Modena arrives with. Mm. They were led by Bonacolsi himself as well as Cangranda della Scali, the Lord of Verona, and the patron of the poet Dante Alighieri. And they were also met with Azone Visconti, who was the Lord of Milan. So 
Modena's so, got a pretty got big deal. Yeah. yeah there's, there's some people actually coming up to fight for the farmer dudes. Mm. So 7,000 men. And they arrive at the battlefield and they just kind of like scatter around on this little like plains area and they wait. Meanwhile, Bologna continued to blow things out of proportion. They mustered 30,000 foot soldiers <laughs> and 20,000 holy knights on horseback provided by the Pope himself. And they arrived with 32,000 men. On top of this, the army of Bologna was considerably better equipped and trained. So Modena, this battlefield is basically in a valley. The army of Modena comes into the valley and just kind of scatters around. Bologna, noticing that the entire battlefield is surrounded by hills, just gets up on those hills and surrounds the army of Modena on literally every angle. Well, fuck. Yes. Um... So the army of Medina spread out where Ziribega is today, and they had no proper structure. They were just kind of bumbling about. Um, mm. And Bologna literally surrounds them on the hills all around the valley, 30,000 men. They're outnumbered four to one mm. because of a bucket they refused to return. Yeah. Now, because the sun was setting, the Bologna army decided to settle in for the night, and they prepare for battle the next day. So they start setting up camp and everything on the hills. So the Medina army decides to wait until the sun sets and the second the sun has gone behind the hills to just bum rush the Bologna army who set up camp all around them. Hmm. They're all, I mean, they're all split up, aren't they? Yes. They're sur- <laughs> so the second the sun disappeared under the horizon, Bologna was bum rushed by every single farmer with a pitchfork from every <laughs> angle in the valley. Like they had them surrounded and they're outnumbered yep. four to one and they start setting up camp because they're so fucking cocky. Yeah. And they're just like, it's dark. They'll never see us coming. Like, <laughs> you don't expect the armorless farmer with a pitchfork to bum rush you four to one in the middle of the night. But nope. that's what they did. Yeah. The two armies clashed with the Modena men fighting tooth and nail, running up and stabbing everyone who was stupid enough to be laying down or eating. Years of pent up rage um, from Vilax of Bologna were finally being released. And before midnight, the Bologna army had initiated a full retreat and were hauling ass back to Bologna. 2,000 men currently died on both sides. So there's 5,000 left on Modena, 30,000 mm. left on Bologna. That's 4,000 dead because of a bucket. As the Modena farmers chased the army of Bologna back to the city of Bologna, the farmers destroyed every defensive structure they came across. They destroyed the castle of Crespilano, Zola, Semogia, and Zola, Castel Franco, all left in ruin, utterly obliterated. We have nothing left of them, not even the foundations. The dam and aqueduct of the Reno River was torn down, stopping all water to Bologna. They took every castle general and 26 Bologna nobles as prisoners back to the shitty farm town of uh, Modena where they had them in the town square next to the bucket. <laughs> next to the bucket, I was about to say, yeah. When the Modena soldiers arrived at the closed city gates of Bologna, they grappling hooked them and tore them down with oxes tearing the city walls down and leaving the city of Bologna wide open. At this point, all the farmers had to do was walk in and take the town. The soldiers were far beyond injured and worn out from running all night. The town walls were gone. Like they tore down the walls. Okay. But the farmers didn't. They stopped right outside the torn down walls and they set up camp. And they started what is called a paleo, which is a medieval, athletic, theatrical show. 
they reenacted the great theft of the bucket, and they reenacted all of the battles that had happened that day. They put on fake wigs of, like, sheepskin and pretended to be nobles of Bologna who were all heard of this, and basically spent the entire night mocking the citizens of Bologna who could only sit there and watch through their destroyed city walls. Only in Italy will you find farmers that flamboyant. Like, holy crap. The following morning, keep in mind, they could walk in at any moment yeah, to take the town. Yeah, yeah, The farmers finished their theatrics, packed up camp, and headed home. But, before they did that, they walked up to the city gatehouse, which is like where the, the door structure was, and there were some barracks. And in the barracks, there was a well. And that well had a bucket. So they took the city barracks bucket as well. <laughs> and then they headed back to Modena. After Bologna's utter humiliation at the hands of uh, Modena and the farmers, they yielded. Um, They stopped attacking Modena lands, and a few months later, in January 1326, a peace treaty was signed, and Modena returned control of some of the captured territories back to Bologna. Now, as for the oaken bucket, well, Modena refused to return it, and they proudly displayed it in the town hall of Modena, the Torre della Ghirlandina, for the next 600 years. <laughs> it was moved to Palazzo Comunale, a museum and church in Palazzo Comunale, back in 2012. The replica is still visible in Modena's Town Hall today, and Modena has still refused to return either bucket <laughs> to Bologna as of today, 2018. That is awesome. <laughs> that is so good. That is 4,000 people dead because of a bucket. I feel like I should go see that bucket now. I should go and pay my respects to a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still refuse to give it back as of today. You know what? I'm put it, putting that on my bucket list. <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you are going to Italy. You probably, if you're passing through the Palazzo Comunale, go there and pay your respects to the bucket that cost 4,000 men their lives. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that is phenomenal. I don't get why they didn't take the city. They could have just walked in and taken it. But no, they mocked them, took another bucket, no, and I went mean, back to their life. They even gave it, back Italian, the territory they Italians captured. Italians in the 1300s, just being able to mock them was more valuable. Like, they even gave back all the territories they captured. Like, sure, they destroyed every castle in them, but, like, they didn't yeah. give the lands back. I don't know. I think that's how you win morally. I just, I would, if I got a time machine... To be able to go and watch that Palea, just watch that theatrics, just these all these smelly ass farmers just sitting there pretending to be nobles. Ah, oh, you took my bucket! Ah, like just sitting there with like sheepskin wigs. And you know uh, it was awful to play. You just know, you know like people shit. were stumbling oh, they over were themselves. Shit-faced. Like they were drinking yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And can you picture the nobles inside the town just seething? Like you could feel the heat. They're just vibrating behind their broken ass walls. Like ah, oh, those fucking peasants took our bucket. Uh, I also love that the town was called Bologna, named yeah. after the goddess of victory, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> They're so cocky. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Anyways, that was that was a tidbit from history. <laughs> the oh, War I love of that the one. Oaken Bucket. The War of the like, Oaken Bucket. That is, that is grand. Okay, guys. Um, until <sighs> next time, and it will not be a month wait until next time. I don't plan on contracting bronchitis anytime soon. Ah. <sighs> Oh, next one's going to be a long one, though. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hold on to your assholes, ladies and gentlemen. We'll uh, (laughs) we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.